Hello, I'm Ray. I'm Patrick. G'day, I'm Ben. And I'm Harry. We're The Decline. How you going? Welcome to The More You Know, The Decline podcast. We want you to know all things The Decline because the more you know. You know. This is a bi-weekly podcast available wherever you get your podcasts. And um, if there's anything you want to know, let us know at thedeclineau at gmail.com. Woo! We have a show coming up. We do. We have a show on July 16th at Linet's Lounge in Perth. It's a breaking punk show. And who's playing? Let me just get out my show notes. I know that Castle Bravo are playing. Blindspot? Oh, Priority One are playing. Being Beta? And Vez from Lionizer. Yep. So get your tickets. They're on Oztix. Yep. And maybe they'll be sold out by the time you hear this. Hopefully. <laughs> well, I hope so. I don't want you to miss out, but I do want lots of people to come. Uh, Ben's joining us remotely today via Microsoft Teams. Yeah. So, he, so he's actually in the safety of his own home. I might have to edit out that plug because I don't know if I... Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> maybe they'll want us to pay them money for putting them in our podcast or something. Yeah, maybe. Mm. What are we maybe doing, Maybe we Ray? could just say the opposite. He's on mega hard teams. <laughs> <laughs> um, today's podcast is part two to our Resistor-themed uh, episode. Part one was last week, so you should probably listen to that episode before you listen to this one. I guess we're still celebrating the sixth birthday of our third album, Resistor, because it's the month of June. Yes, it is. Well, although it'll be July now. For those listening. Ah, it will. Happy July, everyone. This is the power of time travel. Happy new financial year. The magic of production. And tax. So we're talking about Resistor. Yeah, so we're going to talk about each song. Yeah, happy birthday, Resistor. Happy birthday again, Resistor. Thanks for being such a good album for us. Before we we get into A-sides, let's talk about... B-sides. There was one B-side for this album, right? Yes. It was called Life of the Party? Yep. Mm. I remember that. I remember. Um, I guess, like, there's a note here on the the show notes that say we had three singles, Giving Up's a Gateway Drug, I Don't Believe, and Almost Never Met You, and two of those songs got videos. Hmm. Or they'll be on YouTube. They will. Or the link below. There we go. If you're looking at a screen. (laughs) (laughs) I look at screens. Um, So, I don't believe the video. That was the first video? No. Almost was first and we we filmed it in a car in Brisbane. Yeah. Some of this stuff is going to be mentioned in my song song notes, in my song facts in a second. Do we we not talk about that? Maybe not. Okay. We'll we'll come back to it. Okay. All right. Well, let's let's start from... um, from the top, from the top, from track one. We got new again. So I'm, I'll tell you guys some facts about the songs, and then we can talk about the song. Um, but okay, so new again is the first song we wrote with Ben and Ray in the band. We've played it. Uh, live pretty much every show since 2015. The mm. riff at the start was in a few other songs before I put it in this one. And live, we normally do a thing before, like for it, where we lead into it from start again. So we'll we'll cut we the start again. It. Yeah, we backwards it. We start with start again, uh, and then we don't play the solo and we lead into new again. Um, Why don't we play the solo? Well, because have we ever done it? We have. Done we it. have. Yeah. Uh, in I don't think I can even play it. Well, it's just because we've only played it live twice. You probably aren't. <laughs> uh, uh, I've forgotten. Know, re- regularly putting it into your guitar brain. Mm. Um. Yes. Yeah, oh, but that's that's different. Kingston. We're getting we're getting ahead of ourselves, aren't we? No. Now it's I'm right. backwardsing. No, it's okay. We played it once in Kingston, and we played it in Perth at the very first mm. uh, Resistor show when it came out. Um. Yeah, so that's a thing we do. I really like New Again. I th- I, mm. It's one of my favourite Decline songs to play, particularly when we mix it with Start Again. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of my favourites. I guess it's just like sort of... It's sort of like the theme song of Resistor, isn't it, those two? They're sort of mm. like the the concepty sort of... Oh, but before going too far into this, mm. I listened to this 
on the weekend mm. from start to finish. Yeah. And it's a pretty cool album. Yeah. Yeah. Of I don't know, things we've done. I I think it's pretty cool. I think there was there was a time on tour where maybe I can't remember where we were, but I think it was like a, a few kind of like really grueling drives and not very not very fun sort of days and some sort of like quiet shows. And I think after like a couple of days later, you said something like, "Oh, I listened to the to Resistor on my headphones in the van, and I really enjoyed it." And I think maybe if I if I'd listened to it last week, it would have made me have a better time. <laughs> Raymond, I'm speaking to uh, now. Maybe I should take a leaf out of my own past book. Oh, I do and, think and it's do occasionally. I try not to listen to our stuff too much, but I do think that you can. Um, you can sometimes like remind yourself like of a bit of feeling a bit like purposeful by um just sticking on the record and rem- like thinking about oh yeah we fucking did it we did this thing we have a record out we had some fun times playing these these songs yeah, and it's something we achieved <clears throat> together yeah i'm i'm proud of uh, proud of these records and there have been a few times where i've felt a bit shit and i've listened to it and i've thought like fuck yeah this is this is really cool i'm glad we did it I guess that's a lot of the stuff is what like new again brings up for me with like those sorts of thoughts and uh, and mm. feelings and stuff. The next track is "Giving Up" is a gateway drug. <laughs> Like mm. one of the longer songs. One of the longer songs we, we've done. It's got that big fucking section at the end as well, that that bridge. I'm going hit to you, hit you with some facts, if that's cool. First single yep. off Resistor was this one. And this was recorded in the same sessions as the rest of the album. However, it was mixed and mastered first. And we released it as a single. Um, and then remixed and mastered for the album. So there's another version floating around out there somewhere. Mm. We did the tour for this single, which was Ben and Ray's first tour, and we played shows supporting Frenzel, Guttermouth, and Local Resident Failure on their album launch shows. Mm. We had that, that I think was it was a, actually my second decline tour. Uh, that's right. Ben did the Man Gets Hit by Football tour, yeah, which was the tour, two tours before this one. The first official tour. tour. Mm. Um, <clears throat> I remember there was a mad rush to get that mixing done. Yeah. We had to get it. We didn't even like go into it planning like Gateway is the single. We just, I think we're towards the end of recording drums or something. And we were like, uh, which one are we going to put out first? And should we get it ready for, for sooner so we can go play with LRF? I am. Um, I remember when I, I remember when we got the mix for this and I, I was at work <clears throat> and I remember checking my phone and seeing that the mix had come through and I don't think that I've been ever as excited to finish work. Like it was, it was, it was so exciting. I really couldn't wait till I got into my car and I could actually just listen to it. And I think I, I drove my car like one minute away from work and pulled over on the, onto the side of the road so that I could properly listen to it. <laughs> That's cool. It was so exciting. That was like the first little taste of all of the cool things that we were going to get to do that year. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. Um, I remember recording this was was really cool too. I remember it was like vocally some of the some of the harmonies were really really hard, um, and I had to push myself quite a lot. Um, yeah, it was it was fun. It was cool to see it together. Are you tearing up over there? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah sorry. <laughs> oh, I pull myself together. I really love this song. Chris, um, had, what did you put too much salt in that curry you're making? <laughs> yeah, Ben's making you know, spicy a, food in his kitchen while recording this it's, uh this It's podcast. all the habaneros, actually. I think I got... That didn't wash my hands. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't not going to ruin the comic. I wasn't talking about the comic. Cool. I don't believe. Third track, I don't believe. Going to hit you with the facts. Uh, fact this, me. Fact me. Oh, <laughs> this is the second gross. single from Resistor. <laughs> Guest vocals from Cam from Body Jar. 
written very shortly before the recording began. We did a video for this as well with our friends James and Andre from the band at the Space Jam, and the basic premise was Theta Climb were an underground rebel group fighting a fascist dictator played by our friend Mark, and our manager Ross played the rebel leader, and members of Pairs played other rebels who were helping us fight back. Also, there's a cameo. So, like Star Wars. Yeah. Well, it was more like Orwellian than Star Wars, I guess. That yeah. was the thing. <laughs> Actually, a little a little fact about the video is, is I am reading a copy of 1984 by George Orwell. <laughs> yeah, but was it a real yeah. copy? Well, I mean, it's it's 1984 by George Orwell. What yeah. makes it not real? I, yeah. I could be wrong, and I'm not sure if I'm about to spill the beans on something that that I'm it's, not meant to, but I thought it was a notebook that was just like one of those Penguin notebook ones. Oh, yeah, no, I th- I, it's actually 1984. Okay, it was a real copy. Yeah. All right, sorry. Yeah. I don't know why I thought that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My friend John from um, school, uh, he was in the video too. He lent us his van. You John, know, I, I don't remember much John of Knowles. this at all. Um, and the, the last fact is this one is a regular in our live set. We play it almost, yeah. almost every night. And for a little while in Europe, we were playing You're the Voice by John Farnham. Towards the end, <laughs> during the middle of this, I don't remember that either. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember Why? that. Yeah. yeah, that was so fun doing that. <laughs> how, how did we do that? So it was like that was my bad idea, I think. Oh it, yeah, okay. It was like no, end of the solo, now. doing like yeah. a and before that, I think we were going like, you're the voice, trying to understand it, going into wow. I don't think it was the smoothest of our on-stage gimmicks, if I remember correctly. Uh, but it is the best. Maybe if we did it in Australia, it would be different. Yeah, I think that we were trying to like promote ourselves, <laughs> like, we're an Australian band, here's an Aussie icon, we, we do things. Um, <laughs> but yeah, there you go. I really like that song as well. I, that's, I mean, that's one of my favourite songs, and it's a pretty big thing for me, because it's like my favourite band singer sings in it, and I think that's it was awesome. so cool. So cool that we were able to have Cam. Do that. Thanks, Cam. I remember sending him a gift basket to say thanks. Oh, that's so cool. What was in the gift basket? Oh, Copies of I Don't Believe. Yeah, there was. <laughs> it was maybe like some snacks, some beers, and and then some merch, and like you know, like the record and stuff. That's really nice. or something. Yeah. Um, Sick. That you use a five-string bass to play this one, right? Yes. And he used the low. Well, literally just the riff. Right. I think the whole song was recorded on a four string and then it's just the riff that goes below E. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. Mm. I don't know why we did it that way, but... Because it sounds good. Um, okay. Almost Never Met You is the next track. Here alone and you said, I don't want to think about This was another one, um, third single from Resisto, written very shortly before the album re- began. recording began as well. Um, and the first video we did for the album, we filmed it in a rental car driving around the suburbs of Brisbane when we were on tour there. Possibly on the Getting yeah. Up to Gateway drug tour, but also potentially on the Resistor tour. I can't remember which one we did. It was did. like we had an afternoon off mm. or maybe because it was our last day of the tour or something. Yeah. So we had time. Mm. And just, did we get five well, hang dogs? On, hang on. Um, uh, before you talk about five dogs, the video was <laughs> filmed around the streets of where... Windsor. Um, we don't have to give the street name away, but... Well, they don't live there anymore. We no, could, no, no. I know that, yeah. but I'm just I saying. I stayed in Windsor um, just recently. Um Sorry, I thought I thought you were saying the street name, not the area. Um, oh yeah, but um, um, but what was it called? Wait, was there a nickname for the house? I think it was just called Ada Street, and <laughs> anyone anyone in Brisbane will know what we mean by that. Okay, yeah, so, so that's so it the is, street. Yeah, okay. <laughs> some oh, very okay. very good friends of ours. Uh, and the final fact about this one is the shitty job was Coles. Oh wow! Mm, there you go. Sucked in, will worse. Yeah. Yeah. I remember recording the video. I was actually really scared of driving. Why? 
I don't know. I was just really nervous about it for some unknown reason. It might have been the first time you drove on a tour. Yeah, I mean, it, it may have been. I really wanted to just get out of doing that initially. And then we had to all take turns driving around the block and just us, like... Swapping positions. You know, yeah, and it was like we were just doing laps. <laughs> we literally just <laughs> did laps of this this block, just and it was raining. <laughs> it started to rain. I don't. It wasn't heavily raining. It rained for a little bit or something. Is that when we figured out we could plug the guitar directly into <laughs> into the car into the car? Because <laughs> <laughs> just with a um, uh, an eighth inch adapter to quarter inch adapter, yeah. and we did it. Yeah. Done it a few times now. You can still you can run pedals and shit through it as well. It's pretty funny if you can power your pedals or they're all on batteries and just have your guitar going straight into the fucking radio. It's pretty good. The 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 the, the magic of copper and adapters. <laughs> the blurst of times. I just can't pretend. So I've got two facts. First song Ben wrote in The Decline and one of the best yep. songs, or should we say The Blurst Songs. The Blurst Songs. And of all of our Simpsons references on our merch, is this the only Simpsons song title? Is that a quiz? I think it is. Like, I'm, oh, no, I'm, I'm asking mean, you guys. I think that it is. Not, I don't think it's a quiz. Yeah, I feel I think like you would the know only. the answer to that. And not, what about the EP? Not the only... Not the uh, yeah, not the only Simpsons title, but maybe the only Simpsons song title. Yeah, yeah, because "Can I Borrow a Feeling" is a Simpsons title, but we mm. we've never named another song of a Simpsons thing. I don't. Was think. one of the songs called "Can I Borrow a Feeling"? No, no. Well, I there, can't there is a song by Kirk Van Houten called that. <laughs> yeah, but uh, what songs were on that EP? Treasure. Have to Jacko, um, Yahweh. Kill Kids and, oh, and yeah, Jill. Yeah, yeah. Those are the five songs. Um, um, oh, sorry. I love this song. What are you going to say? Sorry, Harry's about to say something. Yep. How did the blurst of times go? I can't remember. <laughs> I just can't pretend <laughs> no, that we'll all be fine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think this is one of the hardest songs to play. I agree. The, on, on this album, at least. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't make it easy. And, and then what it made it confusing is that we played it half a step down by actually... Playing it half yeah. a step down, not tuning it and playing it half a step down. We just lowered everything. Hmm. Yeah, well, what I did is I wrote a song that um, is really hard to sing. Also, That's the chord progression is is all over <laughs> the place, even by my standards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I was, I was really happy with this song. I was, I was really stoked on, you know, writing it. Um, and we should play it. I'd play it. Yeah, let's do it. We haven't played this song for quite a long time. It's Is it mostly now, just because it's it. hard? I don't think we've played it since the Wilhelm Scream Australia tour in 2016. Yeah. Um, I feel like this song is like kind of um, the sort of like the lead up for what resist for, for what Flash Gordon Ramsay Street was going to sound like a little bit. A lot of the ideas in this song are sort of um, came through in Ben's songwriting on the next record too. Yeah, I think it it might it might serve as a little bit of a bridging song. Did it have a bridge? <laughs> it's got that uh, awesome bridge that's gonna take all the things that yeah. I need. Yeah, that's a cool idea. That that's like a link. I think it's quite them. linking. Like I think it's similar to like yeah. Rovine and I think some w- of the when stuff. I've listened to it, I've I've thought of it as a link. Link. Come cool. It's like the opposite of a link to the to past. <laughs> a link to the future, yeah. Mm. Yeah. I believe I don't have any I don't have any cool facts about the song. I don't think. It was like I don't know. It was a nice I I felt good writing this song. I felt good when you showed me this song. <laughs> and looking back, it would have been probably really good to tell you to write six songs for the record. <laughs> Um, but then we wouldn't have the record that we have today. Yeah. And we love this record. Um, Holiday is next. And we won't talk, you'll be okay, and I guess we'll wait and see if we have enough to survive next month. And you won't see me every annual buzz or coffee shop, because I'm never coming home. Remember when we said. 
you call this a holiday? Are we already at holiday? Yeah. We are already there. All right, fact one. Pat didn't think this song was that good and didn't want to put it on the record, but the rest of the band said it needed to be on the record. Yes, I told you it definitely had to be. We talked about it several times. Now now it's a fan favourite. Yeah, it's become a regular in the live set, although at the start we were sort of refusing to play it because I thought it was um too, I don't know, too much of a diversion from what else, whatever else was going on. Mm. It, it has its own T-shirt. It does. It's yeah. also really good because you'd play the first half of it by yourself, so it means we can either leave or grab a drink. Or or drink. Or... <laughs> yeah, it's like awkward minute for us. There was a time when we were just, just, play- we were just playing um, the fast bit. <laughs> I think when we were first trying yeah, to incorporate yeah. it into the set, we were doing like the song Fuck the Food Chain off Lie to You, and at the end it was like that where it goes, open up your eyes, I was saying, can I stay the same and go- going into it? Yeah, um, yeah, we were just doing the. No, I like how, I like doing the whole thing and then people singing along. Yeah, it's mm. always cool. Yeah, I like it. It's been great a few times. Um, Even at first, yeah, fucking awesome. Hmm. Uh, what other facts? Local resident failure covered this on our um, seven inch split with them in 2017, and you can buy that from us or P Records, which we will their, put in the show th- notes. Their version is really good, really, really good. Yeah, they backwards it, so the song's fast, and then the third verse. They go slow. Um, they got a cool riff that, like a that's in it. And uh, now I hear that. Yeah, every time we, we play it. <laughs> we might play that, <laughs> that riff too now in our version. Yeah, I think we should. Mm. What a song, though. That's a, a decline song that I thought was very different, and a lot of people really connected with it. Mm. There's people who have tattoos of that song, and there's people who've been like disappointed when we've played festivals and shit that we didn't play it and they've made me and ben sing it to them and like standing at our van afterwards <laughs> um it's every member of nerdlinger's favorite decline song and they have screamed at it at us many times even online eternally just some things never change <laughs> over and over <laughs> yeah i don't know i really I didn't realise how good it was at first, I guess. I don't want to say, like, oh, I wrote a good song, but... Um, just say it. It's just a, say I don't know. It's a song that means something to people, and I um, just thought it was something I was sort of, like, trying out. Like, oh, could we have a song that sounds like this? And I wasn't It's really grown... Sure. It, was, it was something that was, like, that was a strange thing that has grown to be a winged beast of its own. <laughs> a defined thing. Yeah. Yeah. Which is cool. The life of it extends more than just writing it. Mm. Track seven, Camberwell Street. bridge of this song used to be different it was all halftime and slow lyrics however when we recorded it adam the producer thought it needed to be fast and punchy and then go halftime so the bit i'm talking about is that after the second chorus where i say like and all the years disappear the papers thrown it like that that bit used to be like yeah yeah it's all of the years like that and like oh yeah all slow we've still got that demo somewhere yeah, we do. We still got that. Got proof of it existing. My um, trash on my computer. Oh yeah, put, put a note. Pat can play maybe, but I just sang it. <laughs> that's that's how I mean. Um, for all you Perth people, we're talking about Camberwell Street in East Victoria Park, not in Beckenham, Balga, or Piara Waters. Is there yeah. that many Camberwells? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Harry used to the work. one that's Ben. Go. Sorry. Oh, I was going to say this is the one that's close to uh, Pancho's Mexican restaurant. <laughs> sponsor us, please. Or the Balmoral. <laughs> the Balmoral could sponsor us. Um, it is all Mexican yeah. food. I'll take either one. Yeah, and the <laughs> other one is Harry used to work at a pub at the end of Camberwell Street, and that pub is the first place we ever played Shower Time live. Wow. Mm. And potentially Harry's first show in the band. Really? I think so. Did we put a show on what? there? Yeah, we put on what a show. What pub is that? Uh, Franklin's Tavern. 
Oh, Franklin. I feel like yeah. I feel like you like played Varial or something. Yeah, Varial played, played there. I just remember it being loud, and we borrowed a whole bunch of probably. random gear to put it on, and it probably was, it probably wasn't treated or anything, and definitely not. I think we can admit this now, but we potentially booked that show to have a practice show for the "I'm Not Going to Lie to You" album launch tour, so that the first show wasn't going to be yeah. Harry's first show in the band wasn't going to be like out of the yeah. state and having Kai Smith yeah, watch was, or something. That was very, yeah, that was a whole, that's a whole another podcast. That's a deep end. Mm-hmm. All right. Those are the facts <laughs> of Campbell Street. I really like that song. That's one that I, um, probably one of my more, more favorite um, ones on the record. So before we started touring, I don't know when this was in the timeline. When did we do the thing at Vision? The live video recording. It was just after the album. Oh yeah. that Like it was, Around this time. Yeah. So there's some, there's like a live session of this song. Yeah. Um, so Vision Studios. It's, on, it's is, on YouTube. I'll put it in the links. Good one. Good show links. Vision Studios is run by our friend John. Uh, it's a place where we practice and where they have live shows and that sort of thing. And I think around the time we were recording Resistor, we got invited in there to do some like live studio videos. And Campbell Street was one of the, one of the songs we did. Hmm. What else did we do? We did Broken Bones, Broken Bones, Camberwell Street, and sixty six B, and you died. Nothing well overall, um, <laughs> but <laughs> but they're up there on on the um, internet for everybody YouTube. to yes. see our mistakes. Forever. They're, forever. they're, they're immortalised, but they get shared a lot. Like there's like a yeah, because everyone's like, skate look at these guys try and play their own YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look. Oh, look watch, them, I mean, watch them play their own stuff. In all fairness, we weren't in the band that long, so it wasn't our fault. It was very, it was very new. new. It was probably the first thing we, we yeah, did. Yeah, I got no excuses. <laughs> oh, look, I'll take responsibility for any potential suckage that's included in those videos. I don't mind. I'll wear it. It was a very exciting time, though, and it was very fun. Another one that we did, Broken Bones. On that, that's the next track. I've written in my notes uh, one of the early songs we wrote for this record. I remember, were we talking about this song when we lived together before I was in the band? I think so, because mm. I've got Pat wrote it as a Scar song originally and it had the chorus for Wrecking Ball in it, and you would have yeah. heard that a thousand times when we lived together. Yeah, yeah, I, I remember... I remember Maybe you just showed it to me as something that you'd written, just as a thing. I would have showed you. Yeah. It was all Scar. Yeah. And it had Wrecking yeah. Ball in it. Um, never been played live, this one. Really? Never. We haven't done it. Other no. than that video shoot. Other than that video shoot, yeah. But never at yeah. a show. Wow. And um, Pat's cousin called Ben from the band Commissioner Bourbon crashed his car while listening to this song, and he said it was really funny because he made it out alive <laughs> oh, yeah God. wow that's that's intense <laughs> um he's okay. Ben was okay though he's okay yeah he was all right yeah he just had a, mm. he just had a little little bump and yeah anyway mm. for this one i reckon this is my least favorite song off the record and one of my least mm. favorite decline songs full stop I yeah i know. like i like the scar though <laughs> that's no longer in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But when I listen to it, I think of the scar. And that makes me like it more. Yeah, I that's think... That's the thing with scars. They don't go away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, another Except fact in this about... Case. Should we do a facts about scar, like Harry hates scar? Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's another podcast. Yeah, that's yeah, a whole other... Yeah, that's, we'll take it on an next episode. season. No, no, it's just another. Look, I've got the podcast. Oh, it's not the more you know. It's Harry Hates Scar, the podcast. Yeah. (laughs) Available on Spotify and all other streaming platforms. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, fuck. I don't know. Look, this one's okay. I I just think it doesn't have the same, like, high points as, like, some of the songs I really like off the record, like Blurst or Campbell or, you know, some other bits. 
What's everyone else yeah. reckon? <laughs> We're reviewing our own songs now. It's what Considering it's you don't like the song and none of us could remember <laughs> enough about it, I think it's safe to say we can put it aside. And we've never played it live. <laughs> yeah. Look, in my mind, we it's can't a like star all the bloody song. songs we write. Now we're going to talk about Wrecking Ball, and this has got like a little throwback to what we were speaking about earlier, but uh, Pat and Ben wrote this in the basement of Ada Street in Brisbane in 2014, uh, which is the home of Ben Trotter, Barry Muzzle, Dennis Hogan, Duff, and many others. uh, When we were supporting the Bennies at a few shows. Why are you laughing? (laughs) Just because Harry was so upset. Wait, about Scar? (laughs) (laughs) The, the, The bit. Oh, the, oh um, the the barbershop the barbershop bit. bit. Yeah, well, we spoke about the barbershop last week, and none of us could remember whether it was at the start or the end of the song that we put the sample. Yeah. Did anyone check? No, no. <laughs> I tried to check on Spotify, but because it, it doesn't be play on, through like a normal it, record, yeah. oh. it's a negative track. It's not yeah, on it there, so I still there. don't know. Oh wow! <laughs> dig out one of the CDs. Look, if you've yeah. got the CD of this, please tell us. Is, is the it on the, re- shop is it on the, the It's end. not even on the LP. I then. think it's on the LP. It is. Yeah, I think okay. it's on the CD in the LP. But it's I'm not just. I sure. mean, for something that I thought was so amazing, it was just incredible to see Harry's face when he realised what we were doing. Well, I think we got to the tail end of it, and we were pretty time sensitive with, with like how, how much we had to get done in such a short space of time. And I walked in, you guys, look what we did yesterday. Oh, oh, <laughs> hadn't done oh. any other shit other than a fucking barbershop section for 30 seconds. I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. We were probably really like bullying you quite a bit to get the drums done because we didn't have enough days booked or something. And then you were like, you worked really hard. And then it came to this and you walked to the studio and you're like, how much fucking time did you spend on this In the back of your mind, you're rushing me through drums just so you could like allocate time to a secret barbershop fucking thing. Yeah, no, we can't can't let him have another day of drum recording. We've got to make sure this barbershop joke happens. For a negative track. Yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah, ben, ben and I wrote this together in, in um, 2014 when Ben was uh, on tour with us filling in. And we did it in the basement of our uh, friend's house in Brisbane. Um, oh, yeah. I think the, that, the same house that we spoke about before. Yeah. And we were supporting the yeah. Bennies with a few shows then, and we were very hungover. Yeah. Ben wasn't in the decline at this point, but was on tour supporting us with his solo stuff. And this and one is a regular in our dogs. live set. Yeah, we had five dogs. That's a Brisbane thing that we like. Uh, yeah, sponsor us. Yeah. Please you know sponsor us five dogs. what I didn't have when I was a in Brisbane? What? Five dogs. Damn, what did you have? No. Anything, anything so cool? You weren't even in Brisbane, though. Yeah, you did. Was well, someone really Brisbane? in Brisbane if they don't get five dogs? Man, I didn't even go to the valley. I was on the outskirts <laughs> of the valley. It was great. No. So, you didn't. So, yep. We are at the Trifford. So, wasn't there. But then I went to a place called Yuvana and it had... Do you remember when we had uh, when we with Brent and we got like that, it was like fake BLTs. fried chicken oh. and uh, like veggie grill, I think it's called, or veggie something or other. We did that. go to a place with Brent. Brent's our TM in the States. He's in the band We Are The Union and we love him. We went to a place called Vegan Nirvana with him. And we no, have, not that not one. That one. Okay. It's like the more chain one. Um, yeah, but they did like, like, like That was the night we arrived in LA or something. Maybe. Like, like literally like, just got off a plane. Was that like mash? Oh, we should tell that story. Mash and gravy and we'll save that the, for the all tour the collard greens and like this wicked fried chicken thing. But I had a similar thing from Yvonne and it was, that's the only thing that has reminded me of that food that we had in America. It was oh. great. God, we've eaten some good food, haven't we? Mm-hmm. That's the only food. reason we tour. <laughs> that's it. Okay. You're not the waitress. Yeah. This song is about It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. That's fact number one. Pat had this song since 2012 and it had about 700 different versions before this one. And then I've got a little asterisk at 700 that says dramatization. Um, 
One of the versions <laughs> branched off into another Always Sunny-themed song called Fatty Magoo and the Al- Aluminum Monsters, what they say in the show. And that, uh, What is that song? That one was one for Resistor that we did not end up recording. Oh. It was one of the extra tracks that we decided that we didn't have enough time for. And then Pete P said the intro riff of this song sounds like it's from a Blink-182 song. How dare he? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I think that there was some... Did he say it's a good thing or a bad thing? I think he said you. Li- <laughs> he said it like you love Blink-182, Pat. <laughs> something like he was telling me that they're my idols or something. Um, yeah, kind of cool song. It was sort of like a weird one because there was like so many different bits and pieces to it over the years before we got it on this, um, this yeah, record. Resistor was probably the most heavily demoed, mm. I believe. Yeah, it was the um, kind of opposite to Eat That, where we just wrote every song in a practice room together, mm. and opposite to Flash Gordon Ramsay Street, where it was, it was ri- written, written as demos, bedroom but usually they were just a one-off. Do you guys like that song, Waitress? Yeah, yeah I All like right. it. I enjoyed doing it. I enjoyed performing it. The few times we have, it's not really one we do live very much. No, it's not. We've, we've only done it a handful of times. Um, do you remember when we've done it, Pat? We did it in um, Amsterdam once because our very good friend Emil, who was driving us on that tour, wanted to hear it because it was his last yeah. day with us. And I yeah. think I think we also That's must have written this one in Brisbane because there were some people from the Brisbane house at that show and I gave them a shout-out and said we wrote it at their house. But I think yeah. really we just came up with a version that finally worked yeah. when we were at their house when we did the same thing with Wrecking Ball. We've had lots of memories of that house. Yeah, it was definitely um, our Brisbane home. Mm. Um, we played it in Japan in Osaka, I think, or yeah. Kobe, when we were versus the world. That might be it for this one. Mm. Mm. I like the show a lot. I like Always Sunny. I'd probably write another Waitress-themed song if I, if I had the chance. Maybe I'd call it Waitress Revisited or something. You are the waitress. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> actually. Ooh. Waitress actually. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Turns out you were the waitress. <laughs> um, you are the waitress all along. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. So the little, uh, the little next song is Little Voices. Stay true to what you tell yourself. Yeah, so that was a good lead-in, right? Mm. <laughs> um, written very shortly before the recording began, like many of the others, and it wasn't really meant to be on the record, which originally was only 12 songs. It was written shortly. <laughs> yeah, I think it was written, like... Rather quick. Maybe, so, no, it's a 20 maybe that song. week where we practiced for a week straight before recording, I, I wrote it one of those days and brought it and showed you guys, I think. Um, this one was written, but we decided not to do it. And on the final day of drum tracking, Harry finished early and had time to do some more. So drums were tracked for this and another 30 second song called life of the party. Uh, these were two were chosen because they were the shortest (laughs) and presumably the (laughs) easiest. Um, And the ones that allowed us enough time to do do some barbershop fun stuff. (laughs) (laughs) And we decided to put it on the album last minute because everyone liked the vibe of it. And it was played live for the first time ever at the Resistor five-year anniversary show in 2020, last November. Um, other short song, Life of the Party, was written about all of our friends who donated donated to our crowdfunder to record the EP, Can I Borrow a Feeling, in 2014. And it came out on some compilations. And then there were a bunch that we chose not to record at the last minute, like Misery Guts and Fatty Magoo and the Aluminium Monster. And a song called Pent Up Something. I don't know. Don't remember. I have a photo of the board, though. Do you? That's yeah. cool. Mm. Show notes. Come here. <laughs> Ben's dog is um, making an appearance on the podcast. Sorry, like, what are you doing? So we're just going to quickly say hi. Hi, Bison. And then everyone on yeah. the internet he can't hear who's listening, uh, they, can, um, they can check out Ben's dog on, on Instagram. <laughs> on Spotify? Yeah, yeah. Just... <laughs> He's got his own Spotify. 
Um, okay, Underworld Tour. First time in the Underworld and I'll never forget All the sorry souls and all the bad people we met Fred Phelps drives the tour bus Saddam does our soundtrack and Joseph Stalin is in charge of sorting our rider request So come on down, crack your beer This song is about going on tour in hell. Of all of that could you, songs, could you tell? It is definitely one of them. It's definitely one. <laughs> the only decline song with a riff-based chorus. Um, only funny song on Resistor, and not even that funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and played live only once or twice. See, I would, yep. I will die on the hill that I love that song and I want it to be in our live set all the time. And none of yep. you guys agree with me. Yeah, it's not my favourite. Well, I mean, I told you just then how I feel about the song. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 of all the songs we've got, I feel like this one would make the funniest video clip. If it, if we, if we had, if a, we had a budget, yeah, if we had a giant budget and like, I don't know. Or yeah. well, we're friends things. with some, you know, animation person. Yeah, I feel like it would be quite a funny video clip. But mm. I, I reckon Fox. Maybe we could just get Fox to make an animation clip for it now. If you want us to, yeah, get, I think to get Fox to do there's one, there's money that needs to go in other places <laughs> before, <laughs> before before a video happens, yeah. for a song that came out six, six years, years ago. Ah, oh. if anyone's willing to pay for it. Just let us know, oh, <laughs> and we'll get to an animated video of this. It'll be really good, and we'll allow you extra questions for the next. Podcast. <laughs> we'll allow you to be drawn in the video <laughs> with us. Okay. Ray's thinking like, I don't care if someone I'm else like, pays for it. Oh, no, no, no. Song. My thought is like, you could pay somebody a lot of money to just draw the person mm. without even being in a video. Yeah, you could, but then we don't get a video done. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, so I, I really like that song. And I, I think, do like that song. I think it would be it's yeah, cool because it's just got a riff like in the chorus. And like, I've never been able to do that apart from this one time on this song that I wasted on the subject of going on tour in hell. Maybe I'm just too serious of a person to to not be into the, 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 yeah. the you know, uh, in quoted funny songs, you know. Yeah. What? Probably, I think, like, in comparison to how this set was rolling for so long, it was too slow, and I don't think we could mm. play it comfortably fast enough where it was like it sat well with yeah. all the other songs. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, I think that's that's one of the things that I and think I'm definitely about the song. Not quicker. <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've not been able to really, I don't know, doing it doing it live is a, is a huge challenge. Mm. First, you've got to remember it. And you've got to get to the end of it. <laughs> yeah, there's a few bits. Yeah. All right, the final That's song. Start again. Sounds this one's longer than like Gateway, the first even. One. It does sound like the first one. All right, I've, I've written. This one is another one we frequently play at our live shows. In the quiet chorus towards the end, sometimes the crowd sings loud enough that we didn't even have to sing, and it's probably the yeah, coolest that's part about being in a band. Yeah, it's my favourite bit. I think this is one of my favourite songs that we play. Mm. That's cool. I love this song. I like the the harmonies and, yeah, it's fun. I just yeah, like that this I is, to this is one talk of my about top my neighbours. Sorry? It's like I finally got to talk about my neighbours. <laughs> when I was a child. <laughs> All right. I'll just... No neighbour, no. In the live version of this song, we lead into the song New Again before the solo that would normally be there. And there's a secret studio version of that transition, which we had mixed and mastered for a video that never came out. That's starting you again together as a five-minute song, starting with Start Again. It's like as long as Enter Sam and, well, it's as long as Master of Puppets. <laughs> um, wasn't there a discussion of doing a live video or something? Yeah, some tour footage and, or and something. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to do that still. Love the song. Yeah, so I don't know. We had these, these like, neighbours when we were kids that were, like, really... um 
Were they at the back fence? They were at the back fence and they were quite nice and they (laughs) always talked about how cool it was to have children in the neighbourhood and then, you know, they were fine. But then one day we got a drum kit and they just called the cops on us and it was just like a really strange thing to, um, I don't know, have these people who were our friends just like not even talk to us and to to call the cops. But they've they've since moved on, and I have as well. But my parents and they've died. <laughs> no, no. They I guess they sold their they sold their I'm house. I'm glad that you've moved on. They sold I mean, their it's house, been a while. and I obviously am an adult now and no longer live with my parents. But I wave um, goodbye to them, the dirty fuckers. <laughs> when I, I was recently living next door to my parents, and um, I kept hearing like ducks, and I just thought it was so weird that ducks would be flying over all the time. And I <laughs> later discovered that the people who bought the house off the police calling neighbours were keeping, like, ducks and geese in their backyard. <laughs> and they they apparently asked my parents if they could, like, um, buy part of their backyard, so, like, change the title so they would, like, move their back fence, like, back into my parents' house to create more living room for their ducks. <laughs> yeah, well. Um it's quite a quite a change. I imagine ducks make some noise. Yeah, I mean, I reckon my parents might just call the cops. <laughs> it seems like such a like not not really a great thing to do. Like you know, kids kids learning musical instruments to like call the police. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse Quick, me, officer. They're there learning. are children <laughs> trying to learn. <laughs> I think one of my neighbours just moved. When we're in uh, in West Leeming, I'm pretty sure they moved because I was of drums. yeah because both my brother and I were both learning at the same time. It would have been fucking horrendous. Well, I'm glad I didn't call the cops because I, I'm really glad that you play drums. No offense. No yeah. offense. Well, yeah, they moved, so I won. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, these these guys also did eventually move. So there you go. You won. Yeah. I guess so. Hopefully, they aren't near a school. <laughs> the sound of learning. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the spin-off to a sound of music? <laughs> Is that song? Um, or it's a I Simon and Garfunkel song. <laughs> the These are the sounds of learning. <laughs> and then it's just a really out of time, fucked up drum solo. <laughs> That's looped. <laughs> Fuck. Oh. <laughs> Imagine the sound of three drum kits being thrown down the staircase simultaneously. <laughs> and that has more time than then, what I used to do. And then call the cops. <laughs> um, side note, remember when we lived together and we set up our drum kits next to each other one day? Yeah, that was pretty fun. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think we immediately had to pa- um, unpack them, though, because I think we instantly the girls just cracked the well, shit. Well, there was that, but we also just sort of went... What do we do now? <laughs> yeah. like, what, do you, what do you do? We're yeah. not good enough to just... We didn't have any gospel shops no. to fucking jam and make a 60-minute <laughs> YouTube video. Setup time was like 20 minutes and we played for five minutes. Yeah. It was fun, though. All right. So that was the album. That was all the album song by song. Um, I'm going to chuck you a quick tour story before we, before we get into the tour story section, but... One time, um, when we, as a band, first got to LA for our first US tour, um, I didn't tell anyone what we were doing, but we got a rental car, and everyone thought I was driving to the hotel, but actually, I drove to a vegetarian restaurant, because <laughs> I thought that getting food was the, the most important thing, and I hadn't driven in America much, and I drove very badly, and on the wrong side of the road for a minute, and everyone was very scared. But then we all got <laughs> vegan mac and cheese and vegan wings, uh-huh. and it was. And I'm glad that we did. At Veggie Grill. At Veggie Grill. Yeah. So that was a just a quick little story. I think I blocked that out yeah. of my memory. Right, you were too scared. Maybe wasn't the food at the end. I remember worth the food. It? Okay. <laughs> oh, I, I love them. The mac and cheese is so good. I remember that just because of the mac and cheese. I just I remember it being really late, or it felt late. It might not have been. We've mm. definitely been on the plane for a long time. Yeah. But it was mm. dark. I, I, I have a tour story. Yeah, if would you like okay. to tell it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> you going to share it? Or insert, or I'll insert crickets. 
I'm not hearing much enthusiasm. I think he was. Um, ben was waiting for us to tell him that we'd like to hear it, and we were just sitting here in silence. Yes, ben. sorry, yeah. Ben. Yeah, no, it's difficult not being able to see all of your lovely faces. Um, so there was one time we we played a show in Germany, and I can't remember what city we were in, um, but we were we were staying at the back of the venue in like some some accommodation attached to the venue with with like bunk beds and stuff. I reckon we were in Augsburg perhaps. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we'll say we're in Augsburg and I went to bed a little bit later than everybody else. And I was trying very hard to be quiet when I got to the last remaining bed, which was a top bunk. And I climbed up the ladder and slipped and landed on a suitcase and landed with my full body weight on my ankle. And hang on. And the, the suitcase had wheels on it. Yes, it had wheels, so, so it went flying. It, yeah. And I also went flying. Um, yep, landed on my ankle, and then I went to sleep, and I woke up the next day with an incredibly swollen ankle. We drove, like, 10 hours. Um, I was thinking maybe I need to get to a hospital. Uh, we got to w- w- in Belgium. Yes, it was the day of Brackrock EcoFest, I think. Yeah. yeah, so we got to Brackrock EcoFest and I decided, like, we, we were trying to go go to servos on the way there and I couldn't really walk. We got to Brackrock and I decided perhaps it would be uh, a good idea for me to go to the hospital. <laughs> and I went to the hospital. Thankfully, I hadn't broken anything, but I had, um, yeah, I'd... I had a very, very swollen ankle um, and, yeah, I had to be on crutches. You played the show on crutches that night. Yeah, I played on crutches um, and, yeah, I carried those crutches around for quite a lot of the tour. I believe they were left in a car park at an airport or a train station. Oh, yeah, we returned the van. <laughs> we returned the van. Um, one one thing that I was that I was really spun out about is they they spoke to me about the crutches, and I was like, oh no, 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 I don't want to rent. I don't want to rent some crutches. And they were they were like, what do you mean you can buy them? And they were they were like twenty euros. It was so cheap to buy some crutches, whereas I I thought that you would rent them and then have to bring them back to the hospital. Yeah, fuck. Yeah. What, what happened yep. with the billing of that? Wasn't there some thing where it got sent back to Australia? Yeah, so I received the, the medical bills and I asked some of our good friends, I asked our good friend Ronu if he could help me to um, to figure out what it said and then he pa- he paid it. Ronu, wow! What yeah, a bloody legend! Yeah, he, he paid my medical bill. Oh, that's crazy. It, like, because I said, "Hey, can you tell me what this says?" Not, so that not I can, can figure you out what it? I need to do. No, um, and he said, "It's it's it's all good. It's all sorted." Wow. So, you know, one of the best people that I've ever met. Yeah, that's what amazing. a legend. Yeah. Um, I have a story that's not really my story. It's more Harry's story. Okay. But I think it's, it's too good to not tell. Are you talking about Dr. Dragon? Dr. Dragon. <laughs> that fucking old prick. No, he was really nice. No, we went to... Uh, Punk Rock Holiday. Punk Rock Holiday, and I had a, I'd had a feeling that had fallen out. So... Oh, this story. <laughs> Dr. Dragon. Dr. Dragon, spelt D-R-A-G-Y-N. But oh, I'm sure he's the only dragon in the village. <laughs> Basically, well, yeah. No, I think like, as in, it's it was such a little village, and I'm sure it was like the only dentist around. <laughs> Do you he yeah. guards a pile of gold teeth? He just sleeps on it at night. <laughs> just all the extra teeth he fucking steals. <laughs> okay, well, we'll, okay, we'll let Harry or Ray tell the story. But this is on the second resistor tour in Europe at Punk Rock Holiday in Slovenia that this happened. Mm. When you well, one of the things that happens when you go to Europe is there's bread on the rider, and sometimes that bread has quite an, a hard outer crust, and <laughs> sometimes it, it it manages to damage one of uh, your feelings. So, 
when it happened the morning we left whatever whatever accommodation we were staying at like from the night before and the feeling fell out and it was fucking painful and then can I borrow we, a feeling kind of <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we had a massive drive to to Slovenia for punk rock holiday and when we rolled in, the first thing we asked one of the people, like one of the security was like, do you know if there's any dentists? And he's like, it's 1 a.m. Why are you asking me such a dumb question? And then, but eventually we found the punk rock holiday crew and they sent us off to a dentist the next day. Went to the dentist, told him what had happened. And he was like, oh, does this hurt? And he poked something. And I was like, yep. And he goes, cool, I'll fix it. And then, like, he proceeded to pull my tooth out. I was like, oh, that's a bit extreme, <laughs> but um, cool. No worries. Uh, and then pay, paid the man um, and, and left and went back and we had a sh- went to play a show later that day. I think there's this weird green melon drink that everybody drinks at the, uh, at the at place. Punk holiday. At Punk Rock Holiday. And so I had one of them and I was like, fuck, my tooth still really hurts. <laughs> I put my like, I put my finger in my mouth to kind of feel around. I was like, "Fuck, he's pulled the wrong tooth." <laughs> <laughs> so not only did I have to play the show on fucking painkillers and there was melon ball drinks, but I also had to go back to the fucking dentist the next day and get him to fix it. And like, he was horrified when I told him he'd done the wrong thing. And he's like, "Oh, but I poked it and it hurt." And he's like, "Well." There's still a fucking hole in this one. He's like, oh, we won't charge it for this did one. He just, like, did he just, like, grab the old tooth out of the dentist bin and just, just swap them? Squish, squish it back in. <laughs> no, I think it, would, it must have been, like, a, a wisdom tooth that probably needed to come out anyway. But, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it was yeah, inconvenient. I bet you felt like your time at the dentist was really dragging. Oh. <laughs> Fucking hell. But, yeah. It's, um, <laughs> Can we have crickets after that one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ooh. So, <laughs> we toured Resistor for a re- pretty long time. We we did, like, three years' worth of touring for this record, so there's probably lots of stories. Um, does anyone else have, have one? Mm, none that can be told. I think we should just do another podcast on... Two stories, random all things. Yeah. Cool. Alrighty, we'll, we'll save them up. Yeah. All right. So a bit of a, a bit of a more you know for you. We've got an email from a guy called David. He says greetings from Scotland, and he's wanted to share something with us. So it says. I'll just, I'll just read it verbatim so that's so it's all on there. Apologies, I was late to the podcast, but I wanted to share my favourite piece of Star Wars trivia with you guys. This is in response to the Star Wars episode. Something my father told me about as a kid. In Raiders of the Lost Ark, in the scene where Indiana Jones opens up the container with the Ark of the Covenant, there are hieroglyphics in the background depicting R2-D2 and C-3PO. This would imply the two universes are connected. I included a picture in the event you weren't familiar with it. You probably already knew that, but it is my favourite bit I thought I would share. Hope to see you guys in the UK in the near future. The last time I saw you guys live was at Liars Club in Chicago. I think it was with Make War. Sadly, that is the only time I've seen you live. Have a good day or night. Looking forward to the next episode of the podcast. Cheers, David. Thanks so much for writing to us and sharing. Can I see the photo? Jenny, you guys have the photo up? Yeah, I've got a little photo for you, Ben. I'll just put it to to the screen. What? No, no. What? How crazy is that? I'll put that's a link. ridiculous. I'll put a link, link in the show notes. Yep. So that's pretty sick. Yeah, that's that's ridiculous. I have a Indiana Jones trivia, just for the sake of the more you know. Uh, I used to work at a pizza sh- store here in Perth, and the owner was well, they were these Italian brothers who owned it, and. One of them told me that in, when they lived in Italy, uh, his dad owned a hotel where they filmed some of Indiana Jones, and he's actually in the movie. And he said that he's the little kid who sticks his head out of a basket no. at one point during the movie, and apparently it's true. Wow. His name's Luca. I don't know if you can look it up in the in the credits Luca. or anything. I don't think Luca they go to that extreme for 
that it would, extras. W- wouldn't include a kid who was an extra's name. Nah. But yeah, he said it was a legit thing. Wow. Hmm. Let's so, check yeah, uh, obviously, if you want to write to us, write to us at thedeclineau at gmail.com for any, any ideas or thoughts or things to share about our podcast as well as questions. This week's Can't Have Both. Don't don't it hurt the most? <laughs> yeah. Um, Dentists or podiatrists? <laughs> oh, I saw one of those today. I saw a podiatrist at work today, and he was telling me how much no, he, lo- he loves. Not, the- not that you needened to go see one; you just happened to see a podiatrist. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I took someone to one at work, but he was talking about how much he loves the video game, The Last of Us, and he said, "I stayed up all night playing that game for a week. You wouldn't have wanted to be a patient in here that week. I'll tell you that." <laughs> It is a very good game. Maybe that's what Dr. Dragon yeah. was playing. Yeah. 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 Um, what is this week's kind of both? We said it before, didn't we? Yeah. Why are you looking at me? Does anyone remember? We were talked. We planned it. We would. Oh, no. <laughs> Metallica or Megadeth? No, no. no, we had one. What was it? What were we talking about? It was probably comic book related before. No. Oh, it was. Was it, we were talking about Transformers? And then oh yeah, Megatron or Galvatron? No, no. But then Optimus we, Prime or Megatron? But then we said we we're going to do a different one, right? After no. that, no, we just said that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, because I don't know about transporters. Yeah, so we said we were going to do Jay or Silent Bob. <laughs> really? Well, me and Ben said that. We were having a different conversation. Bit, yeah, sorry. I wasn't paying attention either. <laughs> All right. Well, which one should we do? Should we do podiatrists and dentists first, then do the other two? Oh, sure. All right. So, podiatrists or dentists? So, you have to choose one that you you can't live, like you have to only see one for the rest of your life instead of the other? Yeah. I've, I've never seen a podiatrist. I saw a dentist like 20 years ago. So you reckon um, you, you can can have neither? <laughs> so you can't yeah, have I, both. Yeah, I can have not both. Oh, it's a pretty weird Maybe. one. I don't know if any of us are doctors or enough to like comment on this sort of thing, but I'd say dentist. Yeah, well I'm gonna I'm gonna say I've never been to a podiatrist and I had a crush on a dentist once, so some some yeah. solid logic. Harold, given your experience with <laughs> I mean <laughs> This is a this is a really strange can't have both. This would be hard for Harry. I mean, or you could have had like <laughs> a had thousand a good experience. experiences at the dentist, and then you met Doctor Dragon. I <laughs> yeah. I mean, I hated. And like no one's no one's made him lose a foot. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about the peak on that. Um, I mean, I hated dentists prior to my experience <laughs> in Slovenia anyway, so it didn't really help. Uh, I mean, but I hate that kind of dental pain way more than I hate, like, foot or ankle or that kind of pain. I can put up with that, but if, I don't mm. know, wisdom teeth, that's fucked. Yeah. Any kind of dental thing is fucked. They're stupid drills. But they're very they're important s- people. They're, they're stupid smiles that they probably... You can't see because they're wearing a mask. <laughs> mm. And just the system, I think. Like, you gain a little bit of wisdom and they rip it out of you. <laughs> the real oppressors, dentists. All right, the Transformers one. <laughs> There's going to be lots of crickets in this podcast. Um, and then... Some rickety uh, crickets. Optimus Prime or Megatron? Optimus Prime for me. He's a truck. I, ben? I have to pick Optimus Prime because I don't really know much about transporters. <sighs> I don't, sometimes I don't know why we're friends. <laughs> I actually love you. you you're my best friend. Um, <laughs> no, I love um, you too. Uh, Optimus Prime. Harold? I feel like answering anything other than Optimus Prime is going to answer onto way too many questions about Megatron. There you go. I knew it. Is he so? Is he a robot that turns into a a dinosaur? Who? 
Oh, he sends another he's gun. He's a cannon. Oh, it depends. It depends like, Megatron's a cannon. Yeah, yeah, Megatron's a cannon, and then Galvatron's a gun. Okay. A pistol. Or is it the other way around? Other way around. So in Beast other Wars, way is the main antagonist called Megatron as well, yes. and he's a dinosaur? Yes. Okay. But it's Optimus Primal, and he's a gorilla who yes. turns into a robot. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. All right, Jay or Silent Bob? <coughs> you can't have both. You've got to pick one. Silent Bob. Jay. I'd like Silent Jay. Bob. Harold? Silent Bob. I pick Jay. Because without Silent Bob, you wouldn't have Jay. Mm. He is the creator. Would just be another... Yeah. Mm. yeah, but, I mean, just characters... Just thinking about characters, I, p- I picked Jay. Yeah, but who wrote the comic in the film? But I think he just, I think that Silent Bob uh, just picked his friend who said funny shit and decided to make him an actor, right? So he was already, mm. he was already like that. Mm. He is already that character. Yeah, mm. he is that character. Mm. I still got to say Silent yeah. Bob. Yeah, Silent Bob. Well, that was fun. We did three. Yeah. Well, and that's, that's your dose for a little while because this is the last podcast for this season. It's the end of season one. Oh, is it? Yep. We're going British, Ben. Six episodes. Six episodes, one season. Yeah. Thanks, everyone, for listening to it for the last uh, six fortnights. Yes. It's been a lot of fun making them and getting to talk about the band. Um, And we will be back at some point in the future uh, to do a few more, maybe a tour story. More. If there's anything you'd like us to cover. Yeah, make sure you email us at thedeclineau at gmail.com. For any we probably ideas, have questions. to do Flash. We probably have to do Flash at some point in the future. So yeah, that's a double header episode for sure. Flash. Yeah, I'd we be, may be, be back. All right. Well, tell us where people can find you on the internet, Ben. Um, they can just do a beans jamming. Harold. Uh, Harold Holt. Patrick. Pat Decline on all things social media related. You can find me at Ray Ray Varial everywhere. Nice one. It's been really fun, guys, hanging out with the three of you, sometimes digitally. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It's a good time. All right. Happy season. All right. We'll see you next time. Bye. Cheers. Big gloves. Bye. Bye. Bye.